waiting on Princess Diana over here. Who the fuck is Princess Diana? You. you. <laughs> Why my Princess Diana? Come on, Aladdin. Let's go. <laughs> You're a fucking <laughs> Shut up, Captain Hook. Arg scurvy. It's not a dock, it's a, a beer. Hooks. It's a beer. All right, let's rock. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tipped Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two rather burly co-hosts. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. And behind the computer looking a touch slow, it is Bruce, the tugboat. <laughs> Vinditti. What's up? Well. i my beer here. I swear to God. Well. We are officially, uh, what is it, 30 hours away from kickoff of the first NFL game of the season, which will be in Los Angeles where the Bills will take on the Rams in a highly anticipated game. If you remember, the last game of last year was played there, the Super Bowl, where the Rams beat the Bengals, and the first game of this year will also be played at SoFi Stadium. Uh, The Bills are a pretty heavy favorite on the road going into that game. And I think there's a lot to dissect there, but we're going to get into that a little bit later. Right now, 90% of you are probably done drafting your fantasy teams. And by tomorrow morning when you guys are listening to this, all of you will most likely be done drafting your fantasy teams unless somebody's crazy enough to draft tomorrow at noon. But tonight, we will be drafting the Tipped Balls Fantasy League. And there is going to be 12 teams, PPR scoring. We are over the moon excited for it. It's going to be a great league. The the winner gets a grand with no buy-in. So you guys stay up to date on that. We'll be posting team results and everything on our Instagram. Uh, The guys who are in there, thank you for signing up. It's going to be a great season. Uh, For everything else, fantasy news, we're going to come to you with a show every week, strictly about fantasy from here on out. So... This week, again, yesterday we drafted our own fantasy leagues and all of that, so there won't be a fantasy episode this week. But next week and all the coming weeks of the season, there will be. Um, As far as fantasy goes, we have a league that we've been in for the last five years, and our draft was last night. And um, there was, between everybody in this basement, there was three massively different draft strategies. Uh, Uncle Sam drafted every single rookie in the draft. Um, Bruce just, uh, free balled it. took a giant shit like a Doberman in the middle of a field. I mean, it was, it was pretty it did rancid. not go according to plan. It didn't go all. according to plan. Uh, everything that we've talked about down here for the last, I don't know, four I, I months. I just remember went out the messaging on the thing, talking about my, it cut out. I can't get back in this, that. <laughs> that wasn't me. Yes, it yeah. was. No, I said it made me choose two players I didn't want. How does it make you choose? I was driving home, okay, stopped at a stop sign, went to go. I go, oh, shit, I'm on the clock. Clicked one, and it double-clicked, and I got two guys that I didn't want. Oh, because you had back-to-back picks. Yeah, Bruce picked last, so he had the the 14th and 5th and 14th pick, 
of one round and the first pick of the next. So, well, anyways, yeah, it was uh, pretty rough. Um, I know you're happy with your team, though, your team of I, rookies. I, It's boomer bust. Yeah, you're projected to lose by 25. I am projected one. to finish dead last. Yep. Yep. I was picking at 10. They got me placing at 14. Yep. And uh, it was boomer bust. But that was the way you wanted it to go. It went according to well, plan for I, you, right? I had planned on solidifying my offense is what I did, tried to anyway. And then, uh, yeah, defensively, well, uh, I reached for a lot of guys that uh, – I mean, your, your entire defense – are. Your entire defense is essentially rookies. I mean, you have Boy Mafa. You have yeah. Kawhi Walker. Yeah. You have – Kayvon Thibodeau. Yep. Are all we do IDP for everybody who doesn't Stingley. know. Derek Stingley. I mean, he took every high end rookie defensive player that there was for the most part. Um, some things that surprised me about you, you took Juju Smith Schuster, who all you do on this podcast I, is shit talk. I it's not that. I just felt like he is going to be the guy there. Well, he's your wide receiver one with Chris Olave yeah. and Garrett Wilson, two more rookies behind him. Uh, I was also surprised by your Kyle Pitts pick. Kyle Pitts is going to get absolutely ass-hammered with targets. Hopefully. Oh, I think he's going to. That one's going to be an interesting one. And you, I, I like I like Mariota because he can move around, and I think that's going to help Pitts get separation. Uh, where Matt Ryan can't move he was a uh a fucking statue back there so you took lamar jackson at 47 correct because i knew he wouldn't be there in the 50s i think that was a little bit of a reach personally well i i personally think jackson with the rushing touchdowns that he'll acquire is is he's the guy he'll put up some massive points I took Aaron Rodgers at pick 109. So. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah. stole him right from me. I'm, I was very happy with that. Had pick. queued up and everything. Um, as far as Bruce's team goes, let's let's dissect this one a little bit. Um, God, here we go. So you have Derek Carr. Okay. You took Cam Akers. Okay, you skipped right over Aaron Jones. I didn't love the Aaron Jones pick either. I did. I, would have taken, I, I don't like Aaron Jones, period. I think I, Dylan's right. going to have his yeah, job Yeah, I think A.J. Dillon's going to steal a lot of his targets. Smoking but you took, you took Aaron Jones and Cam Akers over both Leonard Fournette and Javante Williams, two guys who we've done nothing but praise on this show. Well, I and didn't see Javante guys, on there because I would have taken him. You went and took two so. guys who we have said over and over we don't like. No, we don't trust. I don't trust Cam Akers. I really well, don't. Am I you guys? Huh? Am I you guys? No. No, but as far as the brain capacity goes, you don't even listen to your own show. Yes. Doesn't mean I agree. What? You guys you talk shit about- You sat down here and you told us Javante Williams could finish as a running back one. Yes. But that doesn't exclude Cam Akers. Right, but if there's somebody who you believe so could finish- Who do finish- you think is going to have more yards at the end of the year, Cam Akers or Javante Williams? You might have caused a short circuit here. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Hold on, I'm doing beep. the Dan Campbell from last night. I'm sorry. There's a oh, lot yeah. of ways. Did you watch There's a lot of ways I could night? answer that question. Who do you think is going to have more yards at the end of the year? He didn't Devante watch. Devontae Williams, Cam Akers, or Cam Akers? Really? 
No, he doesn't. Okay. Yes, He's I do. He's just being a dick right now. <laughs> Anyways, uh, A.J. Brown, nah. Hunter Renfro, and Adam Thielen. I don't mind that. Dawson I, Knox, I, don't I, mind that. I'm not crazy about Adam Thielen, but now, I, you know. It's Bruce's bench that did it for me. On Bruce's bench, he has Miles Sanders, which I don't hate. Raheem Mozart. I don't hate that. Devontae Parker. I already B. Jordan. Brevin Jordan. And Paris Campbell. So good luck with that. Paris Campbell? (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, again, it's a 14-team league with 30 rounds. It took three hours to draft. And And I was at a birthday party. And Bruce was out drinking at a birthday party the whole time. Bruce was at a party. Um... What? Again, this is our last boy party. A what? Nothing. Anyways, this is our last show before the season officially starts. Obviously, we'll have a show uh, that we're recording Friday that will come out on Saturday that will recap tomorrow night's game and preview all of the Sunday games. That's going to be the format kind of going forward. But with this being the last show before the season officially starts, before we talk about tomorrow night's game, we are going to give you our preseason predictions so we're gonna go through all of the postseason awards and tell you who we think is gonna come out at the end of the year as it stands right now uh we're gonna go through a couple playoff picks super bowl nfc afc winner picks and then we're gonna talk about tomorrow night's game so put put some cool music in right here and let's get into it we're gonna do our picks let's go So I think we should start out with coach of the year because I think there's going to be a couple of you. I thought you were going to go down the line. Shit. Well, I want to start with coach of the year and get that one out of the way. Um, So who do you have for your preseason coach of the year? Me? Personally? You. Um, I actually like the cat in Philadelphia. What's his name? Here we go with not knowing who the fuck we're going to talk about before we well, say it. I what? Look at the screen. I I is he on there? I can't see uh, it. Look up who the coach of the fucking Eagles is, please, and put it in big bold letters on there. <laughs> if you knew I was going to ask this question, Nick Sirianni. There we go. Okay, say it in the microphone now. All right, sorry about that. Nick Sirianni, I think he possibly could be coach of the year. Absolutely. You're saying that not because you like what Nick Sirianni, just because you like the Eagles. I, I just love what they've done with their team, period. Period. Their roster, the roster is perfect. All they have to do is put it together. Well, They're in a weak division. They are in a weak Okay, division. because you play with the Cowboys and the, the Reds. Well, not the Redskins, the Commanders which is stupid, and uh, I just think it'll be easy pickings for them. It should be. They should. They should. They should win their division. Dallas will probably be there with them, but they should really, 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 really. They they should give the rest of them teams fits. The Giants Giants are crap. Uh, You know, it is what it is. The commanders are the commanders. The Giants are crap. They should win that. Hold on. My pick's really low. 
So I'm going to go with Nick Sirianni. Bruce, I think I already know the answer to this question, but who's your pick? He's for- my honorable mention. Oh, we have uh, Bruce. Bruce did his homework. He has honorable mentions for this. He I'm probably. going to say Brandon Staley just because of my Super Bowl pick. Who? Dan Campbell Whoa. as an honorable mention. Brandon Staley as his as Who's his Brandon pick. Staley, coach for the Chargers. Oh, I don't know. Well, they Bruce, win their first Super Bowl this year. He has to. Bruce already gave away his Super Bowl pick. There you go. Uh, well, it hasn't changed. So that's listen true. to the podcast. Okay. It hasn't changed. My pick for Coach of the Year is going to be Doug Pedersen. Because I think that Jacksonville was such an atrocity. Yes. Did I say his name wrong? You said Patterson. Oh, excuse me. Doug Peterson. Okay. My bad. Um, Jacksonville was such an atrocity last year. Yeah. And Urban Meyer was so bad. And I think that that team has so much talent. Do I think that they are going to transcend this year like Cincinnati did last year? No. But do I think you're going to see a, a lot of highlights from them? Do I think you're going to see a lot of production? And do I think you're going to see a team that can rally around a guy? Yeah. If, if we recall, he won a Super Bowl in Philly. So, yeah. They beat the Patriots. They beat the Patriots. He's got the experience. I think the guys will play for him. Um, and there's a lot of talent there that hasn't been untapped they have, yet. They, they have probably the youngest Talent-wise, they have the best young guys on their roster, I think, better than any team in the league. 100%. I agree with that. Uh, and I think they're going to surprise a lot of people this year. picking at the top year. every fucking year. Right. That's why. I think they're going to surprise people this year. I'm not as high as I'm not as not high on them as I was previously because at one point I said they'd win that division. Um, but I still think they're going to they're gonna surprise they're gonna a lot noise. of teams. They're going to make some noise. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Yeah, but to win Coach of the Year, uh, they're going to have to win their division. I don't know For about that. For a guy that. to win a Coach of the Year, they're going to have to win their division and get into the playoffs and, and and make a little noise in the playoffs to win Coach of the Year. You have to. I don't know about that. I do. I do. I think I so. I think if there's massive improvement, you could make it. Listen, if they, if they won nine games. That's why Dan Campbell was my honorable yeah. mention. If Dan Campbell won nine games, he deserves Coach of the Year. Agree. If if Doug Peterson Absolutely. wins nine games, he deserves Coach of the Year. Yes. So yeah. that's the target. Um, offensive Rookie of the Year. Mm. Mm. Uncle Sam. I'm going to go out onto a limb here. Now, I was going to go quarterback, but I don't think there's any rookie quarterbacks that – really stand out to me right now. So I'm going to probably go I'm going to go uh, running back. I, I, I got a feeling He's Brees Hall possibly could win Rookie of the Year. Really? Yes. Wow. He's got the talent. That's who I have. The, but with if Kenny Pickett actually comes out and like plays, Well, he's not going to – you know what? I You could see him being Rookie of the Year. Yeah. But – Trubisky's going to have to shit the bed hard to lose that job. Uh, so you don't have any sort of... Well, there was a couple of receivers. I think Chris Olave has a chance to be Rookie of the Year. Well, you don't have any sort of issue with the fact that Michael Carter is still a Jet and was productive last year. 
and that they might try and work Brees Hall I, in a I, little I, bit I don't slower. think so. I think Brees Hall is the guy. I don't think they would have drafted Brees Hall if they were totally confident with Michael Carter. Okay. That my answer to that. You, your thoughts on Brees. Because I'll be honest with you, up until two weeks before the draft, Kenneth Walker was the running back everybody cared about coming out of this draft. Brees Hall was in that conversation, but he wasn't as highlighted as I think Kenneth Walker was. And then yeah. as soon as he got drafted to the Jets and Walker went to the Seahawks, everybody knows how fucking bad the Seahawks are going to be, and the Jets actually have a little bit of potential. That kind of got overshadowed. See, I really think Kenny Pickett could be the answer to this. Kenny Pickett has to start first. That's yeah, the issue. Kenny Pickett's not going to But, like, field. I don't see For Mitch at least five weeks. actually being the answer there. Like, they drafted Kenny Pickett for a reason. Just as yeah, but they had everybody. They else. also signed a veteran because they weren't going to throw he this kid to the wolf. Like, obviously, no offense, like decently, his entire. Career. Well, if you remember, they're decently. One of say the he guys beat the Lions the roster with Chicago. Rock. What? <laughs> Just don't. One of the guys Just that Ron know got hit by a truck. Remember? Okay. That is irrelevant Either right way. now. I, that is irrelevant. So is your you pick Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett was? I'm taking you think Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Pickett is good okay. enough to start Kenny day Pickett. one? If he couldn't beat out Trubisky in camp, that should tell you something right there. I I think that Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky are pretty evenly matched talent-wise. I do, too. But I agree with that they didn't want to throw him into the fucking wolves. So That's Tomlinson. He's not going to do that. Correct. I think Trubisky is going to go out for the first four or five games, probably not perform Hopefully. Probably perform like he can, just like and he then did they'll in Chicago. Kenny Pickett in there, but I don't think. Yeah, but that, I don't think he'll win. Rick I don't think he will okay. either. I don't think the sample size will be big enough. Well, who do you think? I said Brees Hall. So I have possibly Chris Olave. I have my pick, and I have an honorable mention as well. Okay, uh, my honorable mention is. Uh, fuck! I just had a moment here. James Cook. Yeah. Running back for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Brees Hall has Michael Carter. And Brees Hall has an offense with the quarterback out. And I think the Jets are going to take time to acclimate Brees Hall into the offense a little bit more. Because they're not going to be that productive coming out of the gate. That's number one. Number two, Kenneth Walker's in Seattle. There's decent running back depth ahead of him and behind him. And Seattle's going to be a complete fucking shit show. James Cook has the opportunity to be the number one running back in the bell cow for possibly the best offense in football. They're not sold on on Singletary or or any of the other garbage that's been there. Zach Moss, I don't even know if he's still on the team, but there's no one one guy there. I think Cook has that possibility in Buffalo. As we know, they're the best on paper, the best offense in football, probably the best team in football on paper. Um and I, if he's, if he's seventy five percent of what his brother is, right? I mean, my God, you know, the 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 potential is there for him to have an absolute monster season if they just Buffalo is going to be and so he's good. Average is six yards per carry here in the preseason. Exactly, which is nothing to shake a stick at. Buffalo's offense is going to be so good if they go out there and just throw him in and let him do his thing from week one and. 
slow. It just, just think about how that will open that offense. Oh my up. God! Uh, so he's my honorable mention, but my offensive rookie of the year pick is Traylon Burks. Okay, I think if he can fill even sixty percent of that AJ Brown role, yeah, and if they can pepper Robert Woods with enough targets to allow him to get open, and Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. Traylon Burks will have the opportunity to be the number one receiver on that team pretty quick, right out of the gate. I think out of all of the rookie receivers, he is the most NFL ready. If you watch the way he runs routes, and intangibly he has great size, I think Traylon Burks more so than Christian Watson. Uh, I think George Pickens is going to take some time, even though he had a really impressive camp. Um I think if Tannehill can rely on Burks, he has the skill set to be the number one receiver for the Titans. Pretty quick. Pretty quick. Uh, I think he will have a monster year. I think, honest to God, I wouldn't be shocked to see him have like a 1,010 season. And that might be bold for a lot of people, but I think you could see that happening. Just because... It's the game now, too. Right. And the These running... guys come right in, they're 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. Right, Look what Jamar Chase did last. Week. Well, Jamar Chase as the number basically come in was number two to T Higgins, right, and absolutely surpassed everything that you could imagine. If you're going to see a rookie receiver do even half of what Jamar Chase did last year, I think it'll be Burks. I really do. Uh, Drake London has too many question marks. I mean, he just he's just not healthy. We don't know. Right, we don't know love how to healthy see him he is. Healthy. Yeah. I mean healthy, come into camp, come out of camp healthy and ready to go week one. Right. This conversation would be a little bit different if that was the case. Right. But it's not. And I think you have a lot of question marks about Atlanta's offense. Tennessee's offense, we know exactly what it's going to be. Right. Hand off the ball to Derrick Henry as many times as you possibly can without getting him hurt. And, and then shoot if one you, over the top. And then go down the field. And that's going to be Burks. And that's why I picked him for fantasy. And that's why I'm picking him here for my. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Well said. Okay. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Very in-depth. Thank you. I appreciate that. Did my homework on this it's one. insightful. <laughs> Defensive Rookie. Did I, did, I, did I open your eyes a little bit with that one? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I don't agree with a lot of it, but as far as him being the best pro-ready receiver, no. I didn't, I didn't agree with that. I think Chris Olave and... And Garrett Wilson are better than him. Well, I that's that's my opinion. That's all. And Alave probably is. I don't think I, I would disagree with you on Garrett Wilson a little bit. I think Alave I think Garrett Wilson's a little underrated. You'll see how good Garrett Wilson is when this season starts. As far as defense goes, I know that you're gonna have a lot of opinions on this one. Well, so I, I mean defensively, I got a shit ton of guys I love. Yes, right but now. who's gonna be a step above the rest? But who's gonna be the step above the rest? Uh so obviously, it's going to have to be somebody that, that can come in right away and make an impact for their team. Mm-hmm. And and not only the team, but the league. They're yeah. going to impact the league. I agree with that. So who do you think – I want to start with you this time instead of me. Who do you think is the defensive rookie who's going to be defensive rookie of the year? Well, I have – I have the honorable mentions, and then I have an honorable mention, and then I have a okay. 
my pick. Uh, my honorable mention is going to be George Karloftis. Mm. I love that. And I love that. strictly because I think the Chiefs need a blow-up big playmaker on that defense. And yeah. I think he could really be the guy. Like, I, I there's something that tells me in a couple do you, do years. You, do you remember when we were doing the draft stuff? Mm-hmm. And and people talked about his hands. <clears throat> That's that I put you to an elite level fast. I know that if you have good hands as a defensive player. That will put you put you at an elite level fast. The Chiefs need him yes. from day one to well, perform. They got Frank Clark and uh, Jones, the tackle yes. Jones, Chris Jones. I know that, and, and that's it. Right, and they don't. Neither of those guys are going to. That explosive. They got two very, very young linebackers and Nick Bolton and Will Gay. Mm-hmm. And those are the two guys. They were both rookies last year. Right. And you're going to get another year under their belt where they could start playing faster now. That's going to make a big difference. And you put Carl Loftus with them guys. The thing is about Carl Loftus, if you, if you watch him play, he's not the biggest, he's not the most powerful but he has elite quickness that's going to allow him. He's going to be sneaky. Yeah. He's going to be able to to set that move I, and I like get it. around that, the guy. All right. If he's your that's my honorable, honorable mention, mention I, I'm really curious to hear who do you think is going to be Defensive Rookie of the Year. Ahmad Sauce Gardner. Really? That's my honorable mention. So, and this took a lot of time for me to figure out because, okay. as we know, the whole front of the first round was Defensive Rookies. Okay, and I think they're all going to make an impact, but I don't think Hutchinson's going to put up the numbers necessary to do that. I don't think his sack numbers are going to be out of this world. I I I love him as a player, but I think he's going to be consistency over uh, highlight reel. Thibodeau. Is already hurt, which worries me. And the Giants are a shit show right now. And I think they should use him properly to not get him more hurt. And I think that injury is going to make him a little wary off the rip. Trayvon Walker was the one big question mark for me here. The whole thing is, I think there's so many playmakers on the front of Jacksonville's defense that he might get a little overshadowed at first. Granted, when I say a little overshadowed, I mean a little. Because he is... Obviously a big name and a big talent. Sauce Gardner is going to come in, and I think he'll solidify. He is going to be the number one guy on that Jets secondary, period, end of story. He is going to be the playmaker. Um, Good quarterbacks in this league have a tendency to try and pick on young corners and, and pick on their inexperience. We all said this going through the process that we wouldn't Gardner could be the number one pick. Obviously, he had the talent to be. I don't agree with it because I would never take secondary in the top three. I've said that a million times, but he had the talent to do it. It's kind of been a quiet preseason for him. Well, Stingley went at three. I know. Yeah. I, you know, I hated that. I thought that yeah. was too early for him. I think Gardner is going to be a human highlight reel. I think he's going to make an instant impact. I think he is going to be the sole. He's going to be Jalen Ramsey. Correct. 
Is and that what you that's, think? Yes. Okay. I think he is going to be Jalen Ramsey. Patrick Peterson. Yes. He is going to be a lockdown on an island corner from day one that the Jets will be putting on whoever's lining up as the number one and receiver. I'll tell you what's great, what's going to help Sauce Gardner, especially through this whole camp process they went through, him going up against guys like Braxton Berrios. Yes. And, and guys like Garrett Wilson. Right. This is going to do nothing but help him. You got top-tier talent. Mm-hmm. That's going to show him everything he needs to see right. out of receivers. Is there anybody that's as impressive as I, – I can't even tell you how impressed I was with Braxton Berrios. Is there anybody that runs routes like this guy that, that is as quick as him? There's not many guys that are that quick. No. And I think him going up against a guy like that is going to make him even better. I agree with that. I agree with that. In the the whole thing is is he has to be the guy on the Jets yes. secondary. He has to be the guy. So if if he is half as talented as we think he is, he will be a human highlight reel. He will be in the talks at the end of the year as a top five corner in this league, and and he'll be, I think, wildly impressive. I think that's awesome. So I went first. So go ahead. No, oh, I, I oh, want to hear Bruce. Bruce's well, opinion. I have Ahmad Sauce Gardner as my honorable mention. Okay, but. I want to say Aiden Hutchinson. Oh, okay. That was predictable. Okay. Typical, but the way I've been seeing him play, he's fast, dude. He can he can get he can make plays. He, his ceiling is pretty high. He can he can do it. I I want there's one more thing I want to say about Hutchinson and why I don't think he's going to have the numbers to win this award. The other problem is is offensive lines can double-team him every fucking play if they have to and not have to really worry about anybody anybody else. I mean... That's not true. Bruce will tell you who they have to worry about. What, tell him, Bruce. Malcolm Rodriguez? No, no. Charles oh, Harris. Oh, Charles Harris. There you yeah, go. I mean, <laughs> Charles Harris. Charles Harris had a decent year last year, and I'll yeah. give him that. But Hutch... I don't know what it is. Hutchinson doesn't, for me... And everybody talks about it, but I, I don't see it on paper. He doesn't have that explosiveness, like like some of these other guys. Well, we, we, we he's got fast hands. He's got fast I, hands. I, I, yeah, I will really say this: it, it, this is this is the part that separates the men from the boys. You remember when Miles Garrett came out? Do you remember how effective Miles Garrett was Actually, as a he rookie? He was on my fantasy team his rookie year. You remember how? He would turn the corner, bend, and explode on quarterbacks. Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Vaughn Miller. Is there anybody that has a better first step than Vaughn Miller? No. And when Vaughn Miller gets to the quarterback, havoc's coming. You don't see that with Hutchinson. He's he's an effort guy. He he gives it all his effort, but there there's a talent issue. Is he solid? He's going to be a solid pro, dude. Yeah. But is he going to be elite? No, I don't we'll think so. We just have to wait to see. I agree with that because I think between I don't think, I think he, I, and I, I all through the draft process we said the same thing. Yeah, he is not. He will elite. be as consistent as they come. Yeah, but I think his consistency will be seven or eight sacks a year. Yes. Yeah, I don't ceiling. Hmm. That's a ceiling. Yeah. Hmm. You get more out of him than that. It's bonus. I bonus, agree. baby. Not many rookies come in and put up seven, eight sacks a year, dude. 
Yeah. There's not many guys that do that. T.J. Watt, what are you coming in the league? I think he had like six sacks his first year. Yeah, I mean. You know, he had like 20 last year. Right. I mean, it takes time, dude. Okay. You know? So, Mr. Defensive Guru, who do you have? Then? Oh, I, 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 I have a couple of guys, actually, that I was thinking. Okay, let's hear it. My honorable mention will be uh, – I, I I like Sauce Gardner too. I, I I'm a big Sauce guy. I I liked him from the get, but uh, it's because his name uh, was my sauce. my guy might be a little. <laughs> he might not have the the superior numbers and all that stuff. Can I guess who it is? Go ahead, Nicobe Dean. Yes, I think Nicobe Dean will win Defensive Player of the Year because he will be the catalyst on a defense that's going to be elite. I will say this. And a signal caller. If N'Kobe Dean wins Defensive Player of the Year, everybody in Philadelphia's front office deserves a raise. Oh, absolutely. Everybody. Absolutely. They took to, the risk. To, to they got him late. on a kid. Mm-hmm. And, and I've watched him in the preseason. It just seems like he has a, uh, a knack for being around the football. Wherever the play is going, he's there. And I, I, you don't see a lot of guys that have that. Is he Mecca Parsons? Maybe not. Maybe not. He don't have his physical attributes that Parsons has, but his instinct is as good, if not better, than Parsons. I, I can't really disagree with you there after watching yeah. the film on him. I, I, I watch him. I've been watching him the whole preseason, watching what he's doing, and, and, and that says a lot that you have a rookie coming in and he's your signal caller on defense. Come on. Uh, I you know what? It's and tough shout out to Malcolm Rodriguez. He's my second. Uh, if Malcolm honestly, Rodriguez, uh, is he's the my second guy. I'm going to tell you this: not many guys can come in and beat out a seven-year vet at a position as a rookie, and not highly a sixth-round rookie. A, a sixth-round rookie come in and take a job from a veteran. Did you watch that Hard Knocks? Doesn't night? happen, huh? Did you watch Hard Knocks last night? No. No, I did. No, I did not. Yeah, I don't um, need to. I watch the games. Yeah, and you cool want to know what the, the way they were talking about. The it. funny thing about him is, I'm gonna be honest with you. The hard knocks thing, dude. The last episode I watched was shit. Yeah, I thought it was, it was shit. You know what? You funny. want? I really did. This one was actually, it wasn't like disappointing, but it was it the last. The last it was, one's it was, always good. It's because when guys get caught. Yeah, and and I I remember watching the Jets and uh, Templeton made uh, uh, John Connor getting giant. caught. And all them guys getting cut from the Jets back, way back. Uh, somebody else worked out for that team and got cut. Ocho Senko. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? It's sad. Sad to see these guys. Some of them are long in the tooth. But some guys, they get shot. It's a good opportunity for them to get land somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Uh, look at uh, the David quarterback. Blow. The shit. Shit bag. David What's Blow. Shit bag. David Blow. David Blow. Did anybody blow worse than David Blow? No. Yeah. Maybe Tim, Tim Boyle. Boyle. <laughs> Tim Boyle. Um, real quick about Malcolm Rodriguez. The the real interesting thing about him beating out Anzalone, because that's who essentially he beat out. Right. High school. High school Anzalone. Yes. Dan Campbell and Anzalone came over together from New Orleans. Correct. And we're like, boy. Well, Anzalone's the only one who knew the system. Right. And somehow, not only did he beat out a seven-year veteran, not only did he beat out a team captain, he beat out a guy who came with the head coach who 
that coach had all the trust in the world in him, that should that should tell a lot about how talented Malcolm Rodriguez is. And I'll give it up. If this guy is half of what they made him look like in hard knocks, if he's half that player, Brad Holmes deserves an extension yeah. just based off of that. He if, he reminds I me mean, of you Zach saw it Thomas. In preseason. He that's exactly he's, who he reminds me of. My man's Zach got the, Thomas. He's got the fucking juice. And, and he's I, just there. He's another guy that, that he's a ball hawk. Where the ball is, that's where he's at. Did you at. see his size? He's 5'10". Yeah. yeah. He's Christopher's size. Yeah. I mean, he's a there, fucking inch taller listen, than me. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think there's ever small linebackers in the league. The Kobe Dean is not a big guy. No, but I mean. The Kobe Dean is 5'10". Malcolm Rodriguez is, is tiny for yeah. a linebacker. Well, and, not really. I mean, Zach Thomas on. was 5'9". You guys were roasting me last week because I was talking about False. Malcolm. I roasted you like a month and a half ago when you posted him on the Instagram and nobody fucking knew who he was. So congratulations. You have done one good thing and had one good one good early pick, and I appreciate you for that. <laughs> See, we keep him around for that one jewel anyway. once in a while. All right, those Hold are the rookies. The draft. So now we're going to talk about players of the year overall. Okay. You want to start with offense or defense? Oh, it doesn't matter. Whatever you whatever you want. Let's start with offense. Okay. Offensive player of the year. I got a couple. Let's start with Bruce then. Go. Uh, let's start with Bruce. Well, it's hard not to say Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Okay. But I also have Josh Allen and Debo Samuel. Debo was in the interesting Well, pick one. one. Who do you think is going to be the player of the year? It was hard for me to figure that out. So that's why I just put all three of them down there. Because they're all going to have great years. Usually offensive player of the year is a quarterback, to be honest well, with you. Well, not always. Not last year was Cup. I mean, if you could see Debo Samuel having half of what Cooper Cup did last year, then yeah, there's your offensive yeah. player of the year. But then again, if Josh Allen does what he did last year but more, he could be offensive player. Of the I got news for you. Josh Allen will not be the offensive player. Of the okay. I just I don't I don't see it. Okay. Um but if is that your pick is Josh Allen? No, nah, I'm gonna go with Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. He's my first guy on there, so I might as well That's the safest pick hey, there is. And what he did last year, who wouldn't who wouldn't pick the guy? I agree. I, I get it. I, I get agree. that. I get that. Totally understandable. You? Uh, I think Lamar Jackson. Wow. I, I mean, I, know, I get I why. Know it wow. sounds like a reach, but uh, watching him come in this year and seeing how he just really dedicated himself to to get stronger, and I, I think he's going to be unbelievable. Passing the ball more. He's got to throw the ball more. He's got to throw, throw, throw the ball more. I, I think he's going to be unbelievable. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Fingers crossed, because I would love to see that. I want to see. Yeah. I would love to see the Ravens. Well, he's won an MVP, and, yeah. and I think he could do it again. I'd love to see the Ravens live up to their actual potential. Um, my honorable mention was Debo Samuel, because okay. the only reason why I wouldn't make give it to him is because of Trey Lance, and okay. I don't know how much of a Trey Lance truther I am yet. But if they I don't utilize, think anybody knows that. I don't think honest. anybody does either. If Maybe they the utilize, people in in uh, San Francisco are the only ones that kind of like them. 
I agree. Because nobody else knows who he is. If they utilize Debo this entire season, the way that they utilized him towards the end of last year, and he stays healthy, he will have insane numbers. There's one person who I think's numbers will be better than his, both across the board. Okay. And that's Austin Eckler. I think mm. Austin Eckler is the most underrated elite running back in football, number one. I think he's the most underappreciated talent in the NFL, number two. Uh, Rushing-wise, he has the potential to lead the league. Listen, if this guy could do 1,000, 1,000 and I, back, in the, back in the day, that's what Roger Craig did. Right. And yeah. I, I truly, in my heart of hearts, believe that Eckler could do that. Marshall Falk. If this Chargers yeah. offense is as good as everybody thinks it is, Eckler is talented enough to have a thousand thousand season. He is yeah. talented enough to be a a a top three option for Herbert throwing the ball, and he can. I mean, he can easily rush for a hundred yards a game, easily. I, if they get the ball, if the Chargers utilize Eckler the way they should and get the ball to him twenty plus times a game, I, they won't lose. Like. And on top of that, you have Mike Williams and you have Keenan Allen to open up that offense and open up those running lanes, right. stretch the field. I would really think this is the this is Ackler's year coming out part. This is his yeah. put everybody on notice. Well, I don't think it's I, I don't think I think everybody is on notice of him. Because if you look at the drafts, he's picked See, very high. True, but they, they he's on he's on notice because of point totals. Yeah. For some reason, when you talk about those, you know what Austin Eckler is. He's the right-headed stepchild. He is the forgotten one when you're talking about the best running backs in this league, yeah. the elite running backs in this league. Austin Eckler, numbers-wise, should be in the conversation with Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey and Delvin Cook I agree. and all of those guys. I agree. And that offense is set up now to where he should lead the league in every category. Period. He should be the best pass-catching running back. He, realistically, with the revamped line that, that the Chargers have, could lead the league in rushing. He's already a touchdown machine. Eckler, Offensive Player of the Year, and, I mean, honest to God, I think by the time the season's over, you can make a case for him for MVP. He's very slept on. He's very, very underappreciated. Yeah. He's a fucking talent. Especially when we posted our uh, running back rankings, people were – Freaking out! They hated Eckler where we put him. Right, I, I had him. I think top. Like, are you kidding me? He's underrated, man. People don't appreciate. People don't yeah, appreciate no, him, don't, and, no. and this He's year will be the year the they record. have to. I'm telling you. You know why? Because yeah. he come out of nowhere. Huh? He come out of nowhere, dude. That's why. If he was Saquon Barkley, was putting up his numbers, oh, everybody would be like, they'd have a gold jacket on him already. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Because he come out of nowhere. Uh, sort of uh, like uh, years ago when a little guy from Jackson State who basically was an NFL all-time leading rusher for quite a few years after he retired before Emmett Smith uh, broke his record, which that was by default. Okay. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Meaning Barry Sanders' greatest running back ever played a game. Go ahead. Truly. Uh, you, Truly. You want the title? There it is. Uh Defensive player of the year. You want to go last? Did I skip you I, for offensive player of the year? No. Oh, you went. Okay, no. my bad. I had a moment there. Defensive player of the year. Go ahead. I'll let Bruce start. Go ahead. Okay, Bruce. Well, you guys shot me down on TJ Watt. 
No, if you want to pick I, TJ Watt, well, no, I actually it, have hey, Miles Garrett. I, that's my honorable mention. I have Miles Garrett above him. You do? Okay. I do. All right, good for because you. Because I think Miles, Miles Garrett, Garrett is going to be explosive this year, just like. Yeah, too bad you're only going to win four fucking games this that's year. That's the but, problem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The thing is about Miles Garrett. If you can contain from he's all out of a they game, fucking got. That's he's true. It. So there's a very good chance he puts up stellar numbers. And and I think that's a pretty good pick. I do too. Yeah. Who's your honorable mention? TJ Watt. Oh, okay. All right. Ooh. Um my honorable mention is Khalil Mack. Okay. I think you Khalil, think he's wow. gonna I think he's going to have a resurgence. I think he's going to have a really, really big impact on the Chargers. Okay. I I just, I see it. I see it happening. I can see what you're saying. Okay. They're they're so talented that you got to respect everybody on that offensive line. Their their DBs are stellar. I I think, I think they're the quarterbacks. The quarterback, it's going to take time to read that defense, and I don't think Khalil Mack will allow him to take the time he needs. Okay. And I think that he'll... He kind of reminds me of Sue. Is he going to be the Khalil Mack of old? No. I don't think we're going to see that again. I don't think we're going to see that Oakland Khalil Mack, that supreme dominance. But I think you're going to have a guy who could be the best pass rusher in that in that division. Truly. Okay. You're sitting here nodding like you completely disagree with me. No, 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 I, I don't disagree with you. I I I feel a little differently because uh who's your honorable mention? That was my honorable mention. Mac? It's Clue Mac. Okay, who's your guy? My pick is Nick Bosa. Okay. Um hard hard to argue that. Yeah, uh, a little banged up. I, I think I don't think injuries will be an issue for him this year. Uh I think the he's highlight been banged up since he came out of college. I know that. The only thing that's scaring me right now is this guy can't stay on the field. I think this year will be the year he stays yeah. on the field. Uh, Joey, uh, Joey Bosa was the same way when he came up. Yes, he missed a lot of games early. Right, early and now. and now I mean now you have consistency out of Joey. I, I, think, I, have... I think it takes time for these guys to learn how to keep their bodies protected. Yeah, and and play at an elite level and be as explosive time. as they have to be. Yes, Correct. I agree with that. All right, as far as my honorable mention. Will go. As as far as who I think is going to be, it's Aaron Donald. I think he will be the honorable mention, um, because obviously they're going to make the playoffs and stuff. I believe, and and they'll go deep. I don't. I don't think they'll repeat. And if they do, you got to give all the credit of the world to Aaron Donald if they if they get there again. What about Matthew Stafford? Oh uh, no, no defense won that game. Um, and my mine is actually in the same division as your honorable mention. I got a feeling Chandler Jones Ooh. could possibly be defensive Ooh. player of the year. I wow. really do. You know what? I can't really hark you with you on that. And and there's a reason why I'm gonna say this. You have a stud on the other side of him with Max Crosby, who is just getting better and better uh, every year. A certified young stud, yeah. Young stud. Mm-hmm. A very revamped defense over there in Oakland. They had such a shit show with what happened with the coaching and everything last year. I think finally they're they're on track. They're on track. 
I I love Josh McDaniels. I I think I think that they're going to be very good, and I think Chandler Jones, as effective as pass rushers go, in the past five years, the guy's in the top three every year. Yeah, and and I think putting him on a a, a team with a defense that's that young, and turning this guy loose. I, I watched him last year at five sacks in one game last year. And you could see that again. I I could see him doing that again. Yeah. I really do. I think he will be up there. I, I bet you he's gonna challenge the sack record this year. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's bold. That's a bold that's prediction. Bold right for, there. And I mean a, a an Chandler older Jones. guy. Chandler Jones is not a yeah. no spring chicken, you know what I mean? No, he's been around for ten years. <laughs> I know. You yeah. know, we're not even counting him. Four or five years he was in the Cardinals. What about when he was with the with the Patriots? Yeah, that's what. The reason Honestly, why he's not a Patriot I he was is they didn't want to pay him. Correct, and he had to get paid. Yeah, Bill Belichick did not want to pay him, so that's why he bolted. Uh, we're going to go over MVP right after a message from our sponsors. Since 1953, Metro Detroiters have trusted one name for all their produce needs. Joe Randazzo's Fruit and Vegetable prides itself on providing the freshest and highest quality produce at the absolute lowest prices. There are four locations in Detroit, Dearborn Heights, Westland, and Roseville have a wide variety of ethnic produce from all around the world. One of the few remaining produce-centric markets left in the country, I can assure you your time shopping at Joe Randazzo's with its open-air and old-world market feel will be nothing but an enjoyable one. Coming off of a fresh remodel, cleanliness and safety are priority one, with quality, low prices, and customer satisfaction being a very close second. Come see why for the last six decades, many have tried to imitate, but no one can duplicate. Joe Randazzo's Fruit and Vegetable, serving Detroiters the freshest fruits and vegetables since 1953. So, MVPs, our MVP picks for the 2022 season. Who would like to start? Anybody? Okay, me. MVP of the league? MVP. League MVP. Well, I didn't even choose one. I'll start. Go ahead. I'll start. If if things go the way, if go right for him, possibly, if they're successful and they make it deep into the playoffs, I'm thinking maybe... Derek Carr. What the fuck? Yes, I know. Wow. If um, things go their way, I don't know what to and say. that team is successful, and and they they get a nice push, you'd have to give it to him. <laughs> They'd have to go deep into the playoffs. Deep MVP is a regular season. season award. Oh, regular season MVP. Okay. I mean, that's what the MVP is. Well, regular season MVP is real simple. It, it, last year it was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Correct? Correct. Which and, was a robbery. You know, Aaron Rodgers was great and got bounced out in the first round. Yep. So Hey, I'll tell you what. I, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with uh Patty Mahomes. Wow. Because he's cute. <laughs> poop take. Poop pick? Poop take, yeah. Oh. Poop. Patty Mahomes. I don't know what I was a uh, podcast I was watching. I think it was uh, something they were doing something on a bus, and Aaron Rodgers was on it. Mm-hmm. I've actually come to uh, come around 
to actually listen. There's no really, cooler than Aaron. Rodgers. Yeah, he's I mean, actually, he just sits around and smokes peyote. He's a pretty boy. cool dude. Sit around and smoke fucking meth all day long. Hey, I, I take listen everything him, back. I listened to him on Rogan, the three and a half hour long I podcast. I couldn't. I on Rogan. It. It I made so it through the whole long. thing. Yeah. I, and I had a newfound respect for him. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. He's just he's just that dude. Hey, he's exactly. a real dude. And on the yeah. field, when the you know, when the Lions are playing him, or if he's playing a game, I want him to absolutely collapse. Yeah. But as a person, he's he's an awesome dude. I just don't yeah, know. At least if, he's a real guy. Yeah, he's, he's not real, fake yeah, like the no. other guys are. He's, he's cool. As like fuck. Pat Mahomes. I'll give he's not that fake. He's not, I take everything I've ever you know. said about him. Back. I just don't know if he's got the offense to do it this year. But who's your pick? Justin Herbert. Wow, that one I don't I mind. That one I, I agree don't with. Have an explosive year. That one I really. I don't think it's going to be Patty Mahomes. I think they're going to they're going to make a three sixty this year. The defense has gotten better. I believe they're going to run the football more, and it's going to take pressure off of Patty Mahomes, so he yes, won't I be turning like the ball over. We've like seen he did last year. Mahomes, we've seen what he can do. We've kind of seen his ceiling, but not really. Mahomes, yeah. No, we've you seen. seen uh, you think we? You think we've Justin seen? I think we've seen Pat Mahomes ceiling. You have not even seen what's close to Justin Herbert. That's a, exactly. Yeah, so that's why that. I'm going with Justin Herbert. Oh, I'm picking Tom Brady. In case anyone was wondering, um, I think they're going sail to sail off into the sunset. Uh, yeah, I think he's gonna. <laughs> I, they've robbed him. Here's the thing: I don't think he's going to be a season MVP, and that's not going to fucking matter. Because they're going to make the playoffs, and that's where they're going to make their noise. I think he it won't be during the season. They're going to lose probably five games. Yeah, they, they might just not. Four get of them they shouldn't lose. It's Tom Brady. I, I, it doesn't. Okay, if they lose four games, they go yeah. thirteen and four. Okay. Packers won't do that well. I don't think the Chargers will have a record that good because they'll kill each other inside that division. Same thing goes for the Chiefs. I think the Buccaneers and the Bills will have the two best records in football. I think Brady will have to throw the shit out of the ball again to okay. to he's going to he's going to lead the league I think pretty much in every statistical category. Last year he got robbed because he led Aaron Rodgers in every statistical category. Um yeah, but there was guys that led him in that categories too. Well, Stafford. Yeah. And I mean, they but they're not going to give the MVP to Stafford. You have to understand okay. The, the, the cult that is the NFL has a five guys that they're considering for MVP. Correct. And that's Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and a flyer. Like, let's be real here. Okay. That's what they're. That's who they're going to pick for the MVP. Well, that's why I took my flyer, which is Pat Mahomes, and and he's. I guarantee he's in consideration no matter what he does. Well, they Brady. Want, they want Pat Mahomes, and I, I, I know this can sound. Stupid. They want him to be the face of the NFL. I'm aware. But in yeah. order for him to be they, the face they, of... They pump him on everything they can. In order for him to be the face of the NFL, you've got to get rid of the current face of the NFL. Correct. Which is Brady. And believe which, it. They, they, they want Brady gone. Yeah, he's going to be the thorn in their gone. side for a few more years. The league wants Brady and gone. Nobody likes Brady, dude. Nobody does. That's unfair. His wife don't yeah, even that's... like him. She she left for the weekend. She went to Barbados. Well, uh, I think Brady will be the MVP. I think he'll have another year just like he did. I don't think he's going to miss a beat. The offensive line worries me a little. But at the end of the day, o- if offensive, The offensive line, you'll see it in week one. Yeah. They have a tough matchup Yep. Uh, with Dallas. Dallas is no – their defense is no 
pushover. No, no. Their defense is, is really good. The reason why they can't win is the inconsistent, inconsistent offense. That's why they can't win. But if if they're able to get to Brady early, it's, it's going to be a shit show for them. They need to utilize In fact, it, you know what? If they drop that game, back. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose that first game. We will I see. think it's going to take time for their offensive line to gel to, to really get to protect him. Well, we're going to talk about that game and all of the games coming up on weekend one uh, in Friday, well, Saturday's episode, uh, to preview you guys on all of the games happening over the weekend. Um, but we have a game tomorrow night that we need to talk about. So let's get right into that. Going into the Thursday night matchup, we have – the Rams at home against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Now, the Rams are coming off of a Super Bowl, which some people say. They got a little ceremony, too, going on there. Uh, the ring ceremony? Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe. I'm not 100%. They already got your rings. I or the banner, know. whatever. Yeah. Yes, most likely they will. Maybe win. hanging a banner there in their stadium. So. What is it? SoCal Stadium? SoFi Stadium. <laughs> uh, so, there's some people who think coming off of a Super Bowl victory is a positive, and some people who think it is a Bonafide negative. At the same time, the Bills came off of probably one of the most heartbreaking losses of last season to end it. And the same thing goes for that. When you have a loss like that, it's going to be still it should be- motify, It should motivate you to, to really tear ass. Some people believe it's motivation. Others believe it might be something that they're still not over. Okay. So- they lost their offensive coordinator. The Bills did. Okay. Uh, so that is one issue that I see with the Bills. Number two is I don't know how much faith I have in the Bills' running game yet, but I think there's cons for the Rams as well. The Rams lost the heart of their offensive line. The Rams lost their most explosive playmaker on defense. Who they're playing. Who they are going up against. <laughs> the Rams lost. Uh, how 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 pumped up do you think Vaughn Miller is for this game? I don't know. I don't think he left the Rams with any bad blood. No. Well, yes and no. Yes what and no. What do you mean? What do I mean by that? When they opt opt to go in a different direction and let him go, I don't think he wanted to be there. I don't think. He well, did I don't either. think he did either. I wouldn't want to be there either. Well, he got his well, ring. You want to be in LA? He got the fuck out, and now he wants to have. He wants Buffalo. Yeah, Aaron to have Donald. Oh, I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire. Right. Fuck out of here with that. Well, the other that's a money play. I get it. But. The other thing is, the Rams' offense is interesting to me because everybody's so quick to say how explosive it is, but if you really break it down in depth, I don't know if it is. It's not. Obviously, Cooper Cup is. The best, if not the best, number two or three receiver in the NFL. Nobody's arguing that. The guy is absolutely incredible. And what he did on the field last year might never be done again. We'll start with that. Number two, I think the duo of Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson as running backs is a very, very nice tandem. It's part of the reason why they let Sonny Michelle go and other guys. I think... They are really going to miss Robert Woods. And you'll say I, I agree with that. And I, you'll I, say, oh wait, but they got Allen Robinson. Oh God. 
He Allen Robinson is for some reason touted in this league as this highly talented receiver. We have not seen it. And that could be the Bears were that big of a shit show that even more of a shit show than Jacksonville was when Allen Robinson was there where he had his success. But Allen Robinson has done nothing over the last couple of seasons to really say, oh, wow, this he's guy has guy. what it takes. Yeah. He's, a top, he's a top threat in this league. They paid him a lot uh, of money to get him there. he's the number two now. Absolutely. Oh. He is the number two. But I don't think he's that great of a number two. Well, I, I mean, you got him and Van Jefferson. Correct. Jefferson's a little banged up. Jefferson probably isn't going to play tomorrow night to start out the year. You lost Odell Beckham, who was a saving grace for you through the playoffs. You added Bobby Wagner. Which is the plus. Absolutely love that. That's the only thing that's going to save them defensively. As far as, as far as pass rush, they really don't. They have a good pass rush. They they don't really do they really did they really need to keep Vaughn Miller? It's pretty sad that Vaughn Miller's at an age where he plays on one leg and was their best pass rusher. That's kind of sad to be honest with you, but uh he's going to a team that's pretty fucking complete. Absolutely. All the way up and down. That's Their special teams doing. are good. Their that's offense is doing. good. Their defense is good. If there's one where you said they lack is in the running game. They don't have a consistent back. That's about the only thing that that team is lacking. They Here's, have three very good receivers there. Yep. They have probably one of the better tight ends in the league. They don't have one, they have two. And 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 defensively, they're going to miss uh, Drew Davis White. He's hurt. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a little impact for them. Who are they going to put on Cup? Yeah. To, and now I, I, they'll roll coverage toward Cup. Correct. So, but is he going to have, is Stafford going to be comfortable with a guy like Vaughn Miller on him? Yeah, I, that's a big question mark for me. He's used to and, practicing with him. Well, we don't huh? know. He's used to practicing with him. So, well, I mean, yeah, practice is practice, though. I know. Game Here's, is a completely different animal. But he knows how he plays, and he knows what to yeah. expect from him. Here's two yeah. things that I noticed right away one, that Rams offensive line is going to miss the shit out of Andrew Whitworth. Period. Absolutely. Yes. He was the anchor. Absolutely. He was the backbone. He was the veteran. He was he was the soul of that offensive line. They're going to miss that, and I want to. We're going to see real quick how Stafford acclimates to that. That's going to be a big question mark for me, and that's part of the reason why I think the Bills are favored by two and a half in this game. We're going to talk more about that line in a second. Number two, and this is something no one is talking about. If you go look at the numbers for defensive tackle Sebastian Joseph Day last year, he was way more impactful on that Rams defense than anybody thought, and he's gone now. And I think they're going to miss that. I think they're going to especially miss that in the beginning of the season. I know their defensive line is not an issue, but he was a tackle machine. He was a big part of their run stop. And well, he was, that's that's where I think uh, Bobby Wagner's going to have to fill A'shaun that hole. Robinson kind of filled that gap for him. He did. But again, the Rams' <clears throat> biggest issue is the fact that they have no money to accumulate depth. And that's worrisome. Because realistically— I think the offense, their offensive line— 
it, I agree with you about losing Whitworth, and I think that's going to be huge for them. I I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know who they brought in to plug in his spot. That that guy was a man child. Well, and that's the side that Vaughn Miller would be coming from. This is the other thing. If you if you look at the Rams' offense, okay, again, Cooper Cup is a weapon. Allen Robinson's a weapon if you want to call him one. All the above. Who is that safety net like Robert Woods was in the beginning of the year last year for Stafford now? Because I don't really see one. Well, it was Beckham Jr. in the Super Bowl. Right. He got hurt. True. And now he's gone. So what you're saying is Allen Robinson has to be that safety blanket because realistically the Rams don't have an out-of-this-world tight end. Tyler Higby's okay at best. Yeah, I guess. He's better than okay. He's decent. He's decent at best. Yeah. But he's not. Everett was better than him, and he bolted. He's not that. He's not the safety blanket that a quarterback can rely on. Uh, and if you try and dump the ball off to Cam Akers, God knows, uh, you know, a bunch of times in a game, I don't know what will happen there. True. So yeah. they do have options, but. I'm not nearly as sold as I was on them. I, I can't wait for the game. I think it th- these guys are going to be pumped up. They're going to be ready to go. Well, and, I think you're going to see a back Buffalo, and forth Buffalo be has a point to prove. I agree with you there. Buffalo does. Yeah. Then again, the Rams don't want to lose their first game after winning the Super Bowl. Especially at home. Especially at home. Well, so, so I think you're going to get this that, game's going to go back That and usually forth. sets team up for a loss right there. Let's At home, a little comfortable. Let's you talk about that a little bit. So Buff Vegas gave Buffalo a two and a half point favorite. Okay. Away in the first game of the year against the Super Bowl champions. You can look at that two ways. Does that is that Vegas's lack of faith in the Rams, or is Vegas valuing Buffalo that much? I think they're valuing Buffalo that much. Yeah. And you know what? I tend to agree with you. Uh I was shocked to see that. Because for me, I thought you would see very, very close to an even line come out of that game. Uh, what that tells me, though, is if this game was being played in Buffalo rather than in L.A. They'd be a favorite. Buffalo yeah. would be a touchdown favorite. Yeah. Uh, so I'm personally going to give Buffalo two and a half. I'm betting with Buffalo. Uh, I think that they're probably going to win this game by seven to ten points personally. Oh, it'll be a close game. I, I, I think, think it, it, hopefully it's a shootout. I would Hopefully. love to see a shootout. I, I hope it's like that Kansas City Buffalo game. Oh, it's a shootout, I mean, it's, and it comes yeah, yeah, down okay. to the yeah, last yeah, yeah, yeah. seconds. That's that's the best thing you can That'd ask for out of out yeah. of the game. Realistically, uh, that's where best football's played, right? I'm gonna bet with Buffalo and give up the two and a half because if they, I mean, even if they win by a field goal, which yeah. I think they're gonna win by more than that. This is how I think this game is going to go. Jalen Ramsey's probably gonna be on uh, Diggs. On Diggs the oh, whole game. Mm-hmm. And Diggs has not had success against him. No, he has not. But the thing is, is you want to know what I was really thinking about? Gabe Davis has been talked about very high regard this offseason. This will be the game where you see if this he's truly for real or not. Yeah. He has to perform like the number two receiver I, for I, this team. I, I'll tell you what. He had a great playoff stretch last year. And and I can't believe that this guy was wide open mm-hmm. on every yep. play. It was like, was it was it the defense that fucking up that bad, or is that guy that just that good? 
I, I guess we're going to see. And I think tomorrow will really be a um, uh, an inkling as to what we can expect out of Gabe Davis. And I think it'll be really interesting to see what the buff, what the, how they run. It'll be interesting to see how Cook is integrated in with Singletary and how they manipulate that run game. That's going to be very I'll important I'll tell you right now, Singletary comes out mm-hmm. and is garbage. Oh, it's going to be the Cook you show. You can say Absolutely. goodbye to him. Uh, and then Cook will be the guy. One other thing, and this is this – is, I was throwing this around, and I don't want – I hate making this prediction this early, but my fantasy play of the week this week is Dawson Knox. If you have him, start him at tight end. Uh, I think – they're going to really – yeah, there you go, Bruce. Bruce picked him last night, so good for him. Uh, I but I think they're really going to have to utilize Dawson Knox early and often tomorrow. Either he's going to be uh, – Here's the thing. That I'm going to give guy. you a little info on this. There's nobody that covers tight ends like Bobby Wagner. I'm just going to throw that out there. Agreed. That's why he was brought in. Not for pass rush, cover tight ends. Well, we're going to see if that's true. And um, run stop. Nobody stuffs a run like Bobby Wagner and covers tight ends like. So if you're betting this game, we're betting with Buffalo at minus two and a half. Yes. I think they're going to win this by at least a touchdown. Um, over under a fifty-two. And I got I'm news say for under. You. Really? I want to say under. I think the defenses will be a little bit. Usually at this time of the year, the defenses are ahead of offense, mm-hmm. and I, I think I. I What is it, 52? 52. I think it's a push. So you got to have at least seven touchdowns and a field goal. A push. I'm going to go with the over because I just think – I think be that much of a – I think Buffalo's going to come out. Fire and I think show? They're, yeah, I think Buffalo's going to be the fire show. I think Cooper Cup wants to show people out of the gate that last year wasn't a fluke. I, I really think that seven touchdowns in this game is going to be pretty easy okay. to, to – you have to figure. Will Buffalo score at least twenty-eight? Yeah, you you would think so. Yeah, well, Stafford put twenty-one up on that defense. That's a good. That's a good question. Yeah, that fifty-two number sounded low for me off the rip. Yeah, will Stafford be able to put double-digit touchdowns on them? Yeah, they will. I, you know something? There's a lot of rust in Week One that needs to get shaken off still because. None of the Rams starters played in the preseason. Literally yeah. nobody played. And I think they're going to have to knock some of the rust Buffalo off. starters played either. No, they they, they played did. more so than I mean the Rams, you didn't know anybody who fucking played in the I preseason. I didn't see Josh Allen on the field. I don't think he Josh Allen played, but you know, like you said, uh Cook got a few reps. I know Stefan Diggs got a few reps, yeah. Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, all those guys got reps in the preseason. Whereas I didn't see anybody for I, I think Rams. for a team like uh uh the Rams and, and Buffalo, it, your guys don't need to be playing in the preseason. No, I agree. They don't They don't need to be doing that. Right, that's why. Last thing you need to do is get them hurt on some fluke fucking You need to save play, your elites. Get, playing against some third string guy. Um, So, real quick, let's go over some news. Uh, the Jets have announced a starting quarterback for this weekend's game. It Super will Bowl be. champion. Super Bowl champion Joe Flacco and have said that Zach Wilson's expected return will be week four. And he's actually sitting on a waiver right now in our league. Go ahead. Go. I don't, fucking, I don't him want him. I don't no, want him. I'm just, I'm just letting him know. That's smart for the Jets to do that. They don't need to put Zach Wilson at risk 
He could probably play next week, but he's not going to. You know, that's good. Um, Cliff Kingsbury said today that J.J. Watt is day-to-day and did not practice, so keep an eye on that. That is not good. Um, Especially losing Chandler Jones on that defense. You know, Damian Pierce has seemed to have taken the world by storm. The Houston Texans running back, uh, he was named the starter today. Okay. So he beat out uh, Sexy Rex Burkhead for the job, and God knows what other garbage they have piled up down there. But that's going to be one to keep an eye on. He went really high in a lot of fantasy drafts last week and and gained a lot of momentum. But uh, what do you think about him? I I like him. And he he beat Marlon Mack out. Marlon Mack had a great season, got hurt, and it seems like he's – He's just trying to find a job now. Yeah. That that's sad. That's sad. He couldn't beat out this kid. Uh Dawson Knox today got a four year fifty three million dollar extension from deserves the Bills. It. He does deserve it. And hell, you want motivation to go out there and score two touchdowns yeah. tomorrow night? There, there you it go. is right there. Um Do it for I Bishop Sacrum. I think that is about it. Uh obviously hard knocks concluded last night. We talked a little bit about it earlier. Um, I thought the Lions showed. You have to, you have to blink with it. You have to blink with it. He's looking for a word. That's no, it. no. You didn't watch the episode, so you don't know. <laughs> I thought the Lions showed what they wanted to, that they were gritty, that they were going to be. They will fight. Fighters, yeah. And I, I, I think I, they showed I, that. I, I, I think. I, I, I like what they've done here. I really do. Because I'm going to be honest with you, dude. That same old lion shit gets old after a while. Yeah. It really does. And I think these guys, and I'm not only talking about Dan Campbell, I'm thinking Brad Holmes and, and, and their coaching staff that they put together, which players can relate to them because they were players. They've been in this right. league to I, that point, I don't. I don't mind it. When they last night, they were showing how they, were, everybody got cut essentially, Correct. and they were talking to them, and every single player in there, had something to say about how they respected Dan Campbell or about how the way that Brands Holmes handles his business was truly unprecedented. And like, I, I would agree with that. Even guys that are leaving here had good things to say about the staff, and I think. Like that's any refreshing. Yes, that's refreshing. That's refreshing. You've never you heard don't have that former players coming out yeah. in public and fucking bashing the coaching staff right. here when shitbag was here. And and, and before deservedly that. so. Right. He's deservedly. an idiot. Um so I Fuck think that's genius. I think yeah, that's right. a huge step in the right direction for the Lions. And and it kind of made you it kind of made you like th- that staff a little bit more. And and you respect them because there's the history there. Listen, these guys don't have a lot of uh, – Dan Campbell had zero, zero head coaching experience. Zero. To and last he, year. He has close to zero brain cells as well, but my God. He will there motivate you to run through a fucking Dan wall. Campbell. Yeah. Dan Campbell's probably one of the coolest head coaches I've ever seen. Dan Campbell is one cool motherfucker, dude. He, he is. is. He's that guy you'll go up to the corner, you'll drink beer with him at the titty bar, and then you'll go break some fucking goddamn mugs over people's heads. Yeah. When it's all over. I agree with that. And then you go home and get drunk some more. Yeah, go go back to his place and keep drinking. 
Yeah. I I I like him. I really do. I get it. How far how far can they go? But here's the worst thing that can happen. They start out 0 and 7 like they did last year, dude. They I I'm afraid he's going to lose guys. That's the only thing that scares me. I don't think he will. I, I think oh, I do. I think I do. these guys have bought it. I, I think you can only go so far with that stuff. But here's one thing about him that I'll say this above all other coaches I've seen. Because, you know, Belichick would never do what he's doing. He cares. You, you know that. He fucking cares. He legitimately cares about his players. Yep. And cares and wants them to win. Yep. But you know what? Being a head coach in this league takes a lot more than that. Yeah. It really does. And they need to have the talent, which I think Brad Holmes is in the step in the right direction. I, I, I do, too. I like what Brad Holmes is doing. I, I, I think what he's done in the past two years, mm-hmm. I'm not just counting here, what he did in, with the Rams. Yeah. You know, and don't let that be overshadowed. He came from the Rams with Goff. And and they they put together a juggernaut over there. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoy tomorrow night's game. Listen on when's the episode coming out? Saturday. We're gonna have Saturday release that will be previewing everything that is going to happen on Sunday. And then Tugger Nuts will be tailgating Sunday. I will with with some video for all you guys. Fly Eagles Check fly. It out. Um, Come yeah. down and see Tuggernaut at Ford Field. Fly Eagles fly on Sunday you against Mike. the Lions. Uh, but Saturday's episode, we are going to preview every single Sunday and Monday night game. We're going to talk a little fantasy notes with it, a few things to watch out for, a couple of bets that you should make. All that will be in the Saturday release. And not only that, frustrations of fantasy, too. The frustrations of fantasy, yeah. <laughs> the venting of fantasy. Uh, we're also going to talk about each of our surprises to watch for this season. So make sure you catch Saturday's episode for the full Weekend One preview. Now, if you're not following us on Instagram and Twitter yet, please do so at TipBalls, TikTok at TipBalls Podcast. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple, make sure to watch us on YouTube and subscribe. We are coming at you three times a week from here on out. Get ready. You'll hear from us on Saturday. Enjoy tomorrow night's game. Go Bills. We're waiting. What? Am I perfect? There you go. (laughs) Am I perfect?